This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody? And welcome back to another special episode of the Only Friends Podcast. Well, you know, I'm oh, here with my only friends. <laughs> and that includes my boy with the tossed tortilla. I had to give it to you today, man. You got that bucko shirt on. They're about to win. Let's go. So I've come, I'm coming to the world. I'm letting you guys know. The Pirates are my number three team mm-hmm. this year. You yep. fucking whiz that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. Like, oh, shit. Over there. <laughs> they button hooked me. I'm curious. What's up, Landon? How you doing, uh, man? You good? <laughs> yeah, you good, Landon? Landon's right. busy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Landon is yep. Landon, shooing a bird Landon out of my house. melted into wow. a puddle. That's him there on the... <laughs> Uh, we, we're joined by a very special guest, Mr. Brent Hanks in the house, That's it sounds who like. we got. What's poppin', Brent? Hey, Brent. Uh, oh, he's muted. Oh, oh, no. No. We, can't we can't hear you. We can't hear you, buddy. We can't hear you. What'd you do? Oh, no. Oh, man. No. You're muted. Come on, man. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do you anything. Turned, you so turned your mic off. We can, we, we, can, can, we can read lips. I can we translate can, for, yeah. for Brent, you know? Oh, sounds like the aliens are attacking alright well Brent figures out his mic because it's currently not working switch your settings bro I don't I don't don't just throw your hands up <laughs> hang up and call again hang up and call back get, get him out of here get him out of here guap kick him out of the get fucking zoom you get him out. We'll get a real, great, real game host on here. You know, we're fired up today, bro. Fired, man. We're we're it's late night potting. Lamanna's Listen, drinking. I'm drinking. The 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 academy is done. It's over with. Get a day off tomorrow, sort of. Well, sort of, not, kind of. Half really, day off. Actually. Half day off. Just yeah. the podcast. Nah, podcast is a short day. Probably run. I'll probably do a few emails. Yeah, you got a lot of things going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys don't know. Lamanna's the unsung hero. He does so much behind the scenes that. Uh, I nor yeah. anyone else wants to have to deal with. Got to keep this ship going. This man's out there, you mm-hmm. know, handling all the emails, customer support. He's reaching out to all the attendees, making sure that they're well cared for, getting them the Zoom links, the Discord mm-hmm. links, the Academy links, everything. So many links. So many links, man. So nope. many links. Now we got beers. Now you got beers in the buckos. We we give him. Th- this is this is his celebration. We this let is, him have yeah. the buckos on in the background. Oh, so winning. Well, Amanda goes silent and or just, you know, shouts. Know that the Pirates have done something. Listen, three outs and we raise a Jolly Roger. All right, here we go. <laughs> Guap, any luck with uh, with our guest? Well, right now we have his name. So hey, that's there good. he is, Brent okay, Hanks. Well, while we wait on, on B. Hanks, why don't we uh, talk a little bit about uh, the Poker Out Loud uh, new season that's coming out. <clears throat> yes. Just dropped yesterday. Poker Out Loud season nine. Uh, to clear up maybe some things that are a little misunderstood from one Douglas K. Polk, who said that it's $4,000 to watch <laughs> Poker Out Loud. That's not true. That's free. Uh, it's well, well it's, it's sort of free. It, we, it can be free. It can be free. Uh, it's actually, you know, a part of Software TV, which is our subscription site, forty nine ninety nine a month. Right now, we're running a promo code. If you use signup code SICKDAY in honor of my man Air Nuts, uh, yes. you will get a free month plus a two-week free trial. So that's six weeks. 
That gives you a lot of time and, to catch up on all please, that poker out loud. I, I have a feeling this is going to happen. But if you do use this code and you sign up, and, and you know, people, they just want the free month and then they want to get yeah. out. And that's fine. That's fine. Right? Just cancel. Right. right. No. Oh, don't. My bad. Don't cancel. Don't. You can cancel. <laughs> but do not cancel while you're in the trial period, which is the first two weeks. Because if you cancel while you're still in the trial period, then you're, you're canceled. And when it, when it clicks over to the next month... It, you'll just be canceled and you won't they kick you out. You yeah, don't get yeah, your free month. You won't get your free month. Yeah, you don't you want to do let that. the the two weeks expire. Let the free month kick in, and then then you can. You see, then man, you can uh, manager, not cancel and because yeah. you'd be so thrilled Hooked. with what we got. Let me out, out here teaching you how to game the system. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Season nine of Poker Out Loud, though, is... A I just want them to get their free month. Sure, I get it. I just Actually, what's going to happen is they're going to email me and say, hey, listen, I, I, got, I wanted my free month. Why am I not getting my free month? Uh -huh. And then I'm going to have to go through the back end. It's, I'm just going to make, make my, his life easier. Make my life easier. Uh, season nine of Poker Out Loud is a star-studded one. We have the champ, Espen Yorstead. He's in there. Uh, we have two MTT personalities, streamers galore. One Spraggy. And Tonka will be joining us for season nine of Poker Out Loud. Also in the mix is myself, Matt Hunt, Landon, uh, Christian, Ewan, and... You said Hunt, right? I did say yep. Hunt. Am I forgetting one more from Jamin. day one? Oh, from day one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jamin also yes. joins us. Jamin uh, Burton? Jamin yes. Burton. Yeah, you know, the guy that shows up to every tournament and just, like, vlogs. That's him. He's yeah, every single tournament, like, he just shows up, walks around yeah, on break, and just yeah. vlogs. I'm like, I'm like, you're playing this? He's like, yeah, I'm playing this. I'm like, you playing this? Like, no, I'm not playing this. <laughs> Never. But <laughs> he's, he's always films it. He's always there yeah. on break. Yeah. Uh, In the cast go, go ahead and roll that, that beautiful clip that we have of season nine while we get Mr. Hanks back in here. You can head over to saltforwide.io if you don't already have a membership. As, be as sure you, to sign up. As you said, Burke, we did forget a couple people. Guy from Montana. That's right. Is in the mix. He is. He's in poker out loud. Wait, the, right. guy, the guy in the also, chat. Guy yeah. from Montana. Guy from Montana. The the, the man himself, David, oh. and he's also coming to uh, to the tournament academy. That's right. He had he, previously attended the poker out loud academy. Poker out loud academy. This guy is all over the place. Uh, Zach Fuentes also who won our contest mm -hmm. uh, won via, our contest then he comes out here via the trivia wins a tournament for 100k yeah played on poker out loud he mm -hmm. was uh, did well you guys are going to want to see uh, Brent I think we got you back yeah you, I hope so is it oh, is yeah it there now? Is. hey yeah. what's yeah. up Brent sorry about that you put I, this I don't blame myself it's got to be uh, your end no yeah I mean <laughs> you're not a boomer when it comes to technology or anything yeah you put those yeah. kids to bed? No, I can hear them running around upstairs. Right. It's so I, might be, I, I, might, I might be cursing a little bit later. That's fine. No, they, they hear much worse out of me. 
You know, I got a little bit of a bone to pick with you, Hanks. I, you're a, you're pretty good at that, Burke. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this high stakes poker lineup, man? Just uh, Berkey versus the world? Is that what's going on here? You easily could have declined, pal. I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean you I, put uh, money in the streets, you know. Listen, you know, it's a great game. Uh, the people want to see blood. And uh, you have to, all, all credit to you, though, by the way. You, you easily could have just passed on this, but you didn't. You, you, you're in the ring. You're completely outnumbered. <laughs> I, I was going to say they want to see Berkey's blood. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't see. I don't see the issue. It's Berkey, and then it's Jennifer Tilly. She's she she, she can play well, but you know she's not like I don't think she's top of the top pro. I mean, there's Rob Young. There's uh, Rob Young previously retired me. Previously, well, he did, yeah. but you know, I think he, I think we he might vengeance. have a lower edge over him. And then you have. Uh, Doug Airball and Eric, they're all they're all heads up specialists. So they're put them in the <laughs> ring, they're fucked. <laughs> so, I, mean, yeah. I don't yeah. see the issue, Bert. Go wrong. Well, man, I really he really put some work in to set that one up. I have to give him a little bit of credit there. You're welcome. <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep drinking, buddy. Uh, I got a couple in reserves. <laughs> He's so fucking happy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I assume that. The listeners and the viewers, they understand what Rob Young did to you a few mm-hmm. years back. I mean, he, you were retired from poker because well, of it. You well, started I, the business I, I, No, 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 no. The business was already flourishing. And I, I exaggerate this story a bunch. But basically, there was a really sick 3-6-12 game that was running for like eight days because uh, one of our VIPs, Kareem, was in town. And Kareem loves to play with me in particular for some god unknown reason and so i had a seat for like eight days straight game was great uh it was like me jerby robel rob uh rick solomon may have been there i can't really recall and kareem um and at the time i was pretty flush and on my own so <clears throat> game was huge obviously playing 3612 it's it's massive so day one i took a huge chunk of myself i took like 80 percent and i ended up losing small i lost like 80k <laughs> or something like that and i was like okay i can't do that anymore so day two uh i sold half of myself on half a million and <laughs> i was stuck like i don't know 150 or something like that and had like I wasn't in for the whole half a million. I think I was in for like four or maybe 350, something like that. So, but anyway, I was stuck like 100, 150 and I had like 300 in front of me or 250, something like that. And this hand happens where Kareem double straddles the 2400, uh, comes to me on the button and I make it 10K. Rob calls from the small blind. Uh, JRB calls from the big blind. Kareem calls from the straddle. We go four ways. Your hand is what? I have blackjacks and it comes 10, four, deuce, red checks to sorry rob leads for like two-tone not two-tone right rob leads for like 10k into 40 uh cream calls i make it like 80 or 100 something like that rob jams i call and i go twice and he goes no i can't win twice (laughs) i go please (laughs) absolutely not i was like okay uh so it runs out three of whatever the suit was and then a brick river like a a nine or something like that and i was like fuck i just can never win 
And I table my black jacks, and he goes, you got unlucky, mate. And he rolls over black 4-3 off. Oh, <laughs> what? oh no. <laughs> Just like, at that point, I had like 100K oh on me. God. I was stuck like, you know... 250 over the two days or whatever and i was just like i need to go home and reevaluate some things like i can't keep playing uh i'm just like losing way too much of myself way too fast so i went home and i did like some inventory and everything else and i just like wasn't mentally there i was like i can't keep playing this game it's too big it's too it's i would have to sell like 80 percent to feel comfortable so i just opted out for the next six days yeah and then i keep telling rob that he retired Tired me. You. Yeah. <laughs> he just put me in the hospital yeah well you know recovery time you're a better man because of it now look what you've done for yourself <laughs> oh yeah I'm real proud of what we're out here doing i wake up in the morning i have a text from brent and it just says <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it just says what's going on and i have a link to a charlie carroll thread <laughs> <laughs> I, I woke up to twitter per usual and i'm like okay take a look at this what what is this charlie and charlie's all over doug yeah. some post it's like, what is happening? And then I is go Charlie... I'm the entire day. I don't check Twitter again until almost six o'clock tonight. And I see what you have done with Doug and this, this just outrage, whatever is happening. In fact, I'm still trying to catch up. Uh, what, I don't know. Is this on purpose? Are you guys, is this part of the bit? Are you all, are you really friends and you're setting this up for the show? People actually believe that. There's people that have that narrative out there. I'm yeah. sure Barad says that. People would love to believe that, and I think that, that maybe that speaks to uh, <laughs> how authentically my feelings shine through in these types of situations. Like when it comes to like Doug and Airball and like people that I have beef with, I legitimately loathe them with every fiber of my being. Yeah, I mean, there is just no part of me that has even Rightfully a so. shred of respect for either one of those two. Eric's different. Eric is just like kind of poking the bear yeah. seemingly trying to get like attention I think redirected Eric, I think, onto him. I think Eric is harmless. I also think Eric's harmless. I also have like enjoyed his company away from the game mm -hmm. uh, where I can't say the same about the other two who just like out of the blue started attack. Like the Doug attacks on me happened before we had ever even been introduced to each other. And it's just like what on earth is going on here? Like literally within weeks of uh, both of us launching a company, like, it just began. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, like, I guess this is a new world where we just talk shit about each other on the internet. That's That seems okay, whatever. Same thing with Airball. It's like, the first time I met him was the day before we played Heads Up. Yeah. That was literally it. That was the first time that I ever come in contact with this guy. So, like, no, it's not It's not made up. It's not for, at least not from my side, it's not for attention, it's not for clicks. I, I genuinely do not like these people. Let me ask you this. Or should you? Excuse me. <laughs> Would you consider Doug to be a net positive for for poker for poker the the entertainment the industry? Um, not any longer, and oh. uh, I would say that at one point he was, but it, with the caveat of uh, there there's also a downside to it. Like I think that yes, him growing a platform as large as he did, and him you know, kind of leaning into uh, the YouTube personality type of um, business model was a net positive for the game as a whole. But I think that he as a figurehead and persona of this space is a net negative on the community as a whole. So it's like, I think, you know, and I don't want to put, I don't want to give him this much credit or blame, um, but I don't recall 
pre-Doug Polk, there being this much ire between, you know, relative peers. And maybe it's just a byproduct of uh, social media growing and us just all having a louder voice and the ability to just talk shit to one another in a public forum. But like when Facebook was the most popular tool out there and we were all grinding online poker and stuff like that, outside of the actual chats of the games being played, I don't really recall uh, it just being daily drama of who hated who type of, of nonsense. So what is it about the hundreds of thousands of followers that attracts players, fans to, to go and watch Doug? Is it simply because they, he's, he's funny or, I, or, well, I, I don't, I, I mean, yeah, I think like largely he is funny at someone else's expense and yeah. that's, that's one sort of humor. You know, it's, it's not necessarily my cup of tea, but like, uh, I'm not overly critical of that. I think it's more so, uh, the damage that he does through his joke. Like, there's a way to be funny at someone else's expense without, like, causing uh, a rippling level of damage uh, to said person. Um, and also, like, yeah, as far as, like, the amount of people that are paying attention, I don't know. I don't know the algorithm that well. Like, he's clearly gamed the system incredibly well. I'll never slight him for his ability to uh, to reach scale and to reach the masses. Uh, I just think like, you know, he's a shit human, which it's kind of difficult to to platform somebody like that in any space, in my opinion. Arrogant cunt, I think is the word. Yeah, that was, that was, nice that was the phrase that I've, <laughs> I've coined for my man. Now, what about you? Does, you think? Uh, if he does get the legislation, the legal situation down in Texas straightened out for poker, would mm. that change your tune about him being perhaps a net positive for the industry? Possibly. Uh, I think it depends on like what the, the end goal is. From my understanding, what they're just trying to accomplish is to legalize uh, uniform across the board what they're doing as operators. So basically make it okay to open these pop-up storefront shops. Um, I think that comes with like a lot of problems. So I think that it's really problematic to have a cash-in, cash-out type of industry like we have with poker where there's no oversight or regulation. Uh, you know, I'm not somebody who's like massively in favor of bigger government, but for the betterment of the patrons uh, to like protect them from an integrity standpoint, from a security standpoint, from all the things that like I've been critical of that Doug took so much offense to. Uh, I do think that you need some oversight, whether that's a gaming board or uh, something else. Uh, I'm not really sure. But if it's just a matter of like allowing gray operators to operate in a gray market, I don't really think that that's doing anyone any favors. Fair. Let me ask you one final thing before I give you your podcast back. <laughs> What's it going to take to get you and Doug shake hands, sort of just, you know, let bygones be bygones. Let's put this away. Similar to what Daniel and Doug have been able to accomplish ever since their high stakes feud matchup is, is there anything that can happen? Where the two of you just say, hey, listen, I'm sorry I crossed the line. Let's, um, let's just go. You do, I'll do me. You know, uh, for the life of me, I don't know why Daniel is okay with Doug after all things that occurred. Uh, and I'm not one to give that sort of free pass. Like, I would happily accept an apology and, you know, I would be a big enough man to apologize for the, for the things that I've said or done that may have been out of pocket. But uh, I'm not... I don't, first of all, I don't know how genuine it would ever be, if at all. Uh, and a disingenuous apology 
is a, no, a non-apology as far as I'm concerned. Um, but secondarily, it's just like, I don't think it changes the way I view his character as a person. I just, again, I think he's an absolute shit human being. And that's not someone <laughs> I ever want to associate myself with. So like, you know, an apology and like, the only thing I can think of with Daniel, and uh, this isn't a slight against Daniel, I actually really understand it as a lot of people have kind of spoken to me about not want, like they'll publicly support, or sorry, privately support me, but not want to publicly say anything. And a lot of it is just like fear that they'll be in Doug's crosshairs next. Um, and what makes a lot of sense to me from Daniel's perspective is that they play this grudge match. He earns a little bit of Doug's respect as a competitor. And he values that enough to say like, okay, let's call a truce. I'll let bygones be bygones. Uh, as long as like you get off my back and uh, I get off of yours. I get it. It's not me, man. Like, it's just not me. I'd rather get dunked on forever uh, than like create this bullshitty acquaintanceship with someone that I think is just like a total piece of shit. Yeah. Amen. I, I don't. I, I guess I, I struggle with the. I, I get that it's become so personal and that this has lasted for a while, but I haven't seen anything about Doug that is a, is a human that makes me think he's a piece of shit outside of you know he creates content and often will attack and t you know sort of punch low. You, as, you, you uh, did you uh, do you happen to catch that um, that hit piece on uh, Solve for Why the whole as a company? Did you, I, I did, did. You, did you see right that one or did you miss you missed that one? <laughs> I can I can shoot you the link if you want to. <laughs> I did see that. I did see that, and I think that there's a line you simply don't cross. You don't try and tear down someone else's business, especially when you have. Well, if you're a shit human, you do. But that being said. <laughs> It's Doug. He was responding retaliation against what you know Berkey laid out for. But uh, but that's the thing is that he's not right. He twisted, he twisted right. that narrative yeah. too. And 100%. I think I think I think it's easy to say like someone's not a shit person whenever you constantly just forgive them by saying like, well, it's Doug. Uh, like I put a tweet out today that addressed all of the things that he was claiming that I lied about the lodge for, and a lot of it is just revisionist history. So he DM'd me the day that we put that podcast out. He went through a list of things that he believed I got wrong and then a list of things that he believed I wasn't at liberty to criticize because they're hard things. And, uh, you know, my expectations of operators are too high or whatever. There was just like a lot that we disagreed about. And in that DM, I said, okay, no problem. I'll make corrections on the things that I got wrong. But like, you don't get a pass for things that you're currently in the midst of fixing, fixing that are problems right now. Right? Like, that's not the way this works. And it took him six months to put the hit piece out because it took him that long to correct a lot of the things that I said were wrong. And putting that piece out to 300,000 people, making it appear as though everything that I said was false the day that I said it, and that I'm the asshole for not giving him a heads up that I'm going to criticize him on a public platform as if, like, you know, he ever did that in the past somehow, uh, is... You know, it's just a level of narcissism that I, A, don't want to be associated with and B, have like very low tolerance for it. So like, yeah, when I say he's a shit human, sure, he doesn't, he doesn't cheat and steal. Uh, you know, he, he has character flaws that to me are difficult to accept um, from someone in a position of power like he has. Like, will he twist narratives and, uh, you know, omit facts and you know, stretch the truth 
to better dunk on somebody? Absolutely. Uh, does he actually care about integrity, truth, and all these other things, or bottom line more than anything else? Probably bottom line. So it's like, you know, whatever. Our, our, fundamental, um, our, our fundamental ethics don't really align. And as a byproduct, we fight tooth and nail over things that I think are important and things that he's rationalized away. So, you know, when I say he's a shit human, he's a shit human based off of my expectations. He might just be fine in a lot of other people's eyes. And that's completely reasonable. You're, you're free to like who you like. I just, under no circumstance, I don't think I could ever see us burying the hatchet and shaking hands and going our separate ways. It's fair. I, I mean, I, I get it. It's, it's ugly right now. I, I, the shit human thing is hard because, I mean, there's other things that I think, especially now being a dad, right? Like, he's probably a good dad. He's probably a great son, you know, a, a sibling, brother, whatever. There's, is there's he things. Though? <laughs> is he he's out here dunking on 40-year-old men on the internet for most of his day. Like, But it's his business, you know? right? Like, that's kind of what he's created his, his brand and his business around. This is how he is padding himself. This is what's created yeah. who he is in the space. I'm not saying that you shouldn't he, be a fan. No, of course not, but it's in life that maybe doesn't make you a shit human, even though to you're give, to like give, Skip Bayless. Is he? I, I'm just as an example. He's a shit human. Skip Bayless is a shit human. No, he's not. <laughs> he's just he's playing. He's playing a role. Right. Is he? He's not a shit human, you know, and, and these are takes. They're, but they're very. To give you an example, Brent. To give you an example of why that's a thought is because just how Berkey just called him a shit human, and you like stopped and said, "Wait, he might not be a shit human." The podcast with Airball, where he called Berkey a scammer, Doug just sat there and let him do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. that so is a like, big difference. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't, I didn't call him a scammer. Yeah, He's a like fraud, he, but I didn't call him a scammer. I, Fucking fraud! But like, <laughs> I mean, I like, that's, like that's the thing. Like, it's like you, you because like, Jeff and I got put in a very similar situation with Daniel when Daniel dunked on Norman Chad. And, and was, you know, saying sausage this and uh, whatever. He was, you know, going nuts. And Jeff and I were kind of in this spot. We didn't jump in and stop Daniel. And we, and we were ridiculed by Norman. And I'm not saying he was wrong. You know, maybe we should have stepped up in the moment and said something is, is a better person. You learn your lessons. You know, I, if Doug went back, could he have said, hey, I don't think he's a scammer, but, you know, he's a fraud or however he's masking it now. Well, or you know, right? yeah. It's I just, I think Basically there's the same where it's difficult to, to step away from the moment, but it doesn't mean you're a, a shit human being. I, I just, I don't know well, if he's a shit human being. Well, it just I depends on like your qualifications, right? Like to me, somebody who has very lax business ethics, in my opinion, is a shit person. And uh, again, like that's just my opinion. That's my barometer for that's a lot of people. Yeah. For a lot of people that does not qualify somebody to be a shit human. And that's okay too. Like we don't all have to agree on what is... Uh, the the bare minimum somebody can put forth when it comes to ethics. Yeah, I'm not here, by the way, to you know, Doug's not paying me to come in here. And defend. <laughs> it's like, I just I see I know how you are. I've lived, I've known you for 15 plus years, and and I don't know Doug at all. I wouldn't consider it. We're friendly, but he's right. not like friend. You know, we're not doing dinners and stuff. Right, it, right. It, but I, I just I also know you as a as a quality human that forgives and forgets. I've seen you do this many times. You know, typically these are people you're much closer with, but well that's the I thing. I believe somewhere down the road as a professional, 
as a quality person, you know, there's an opportunity to shake hands. You let bygones be, be bygones. I, I think that's the difference though, is like the pre-existing relationship, right? Like I think a lot of what Lynn has done would qualify her as a shit human also, but we had, <laughs> we had a very close friendship for quite some period of time. So it's like, did my opinion of her change? Probably. Uh, but am I able to like kind of forget and move past it? Yeah, probably also, <laughs> but it, it's a, it's a big difference, right? Because like, in that instance, it's going to go from like a friendship to just somebody else that exists where I just mostly dismiss her completely. Where with Doug, it's like from jump, we've just hated each other. And that's our pre-existing relationship. So the only place to go from there is like down further. Like the best case scenario is that you never hear from either one of us ever again, in my opinion. What is wrong with this cat? He's got the zoomies, man. <laughs> he's got the zoom he knows listen chauncey is a performer okay like he knows when the cameras start rolling he gets up here he I'm spreads eagle you, on the on the on I'm, the desk i'm telling you we don't see this cat literally all day like nowhere to be found and then as soon as the cameras turn on comes running out yeah man he knows how it is he's yeah. here for this um all right let's talk a little bit about this lineup what what went into yeah. curating the lineup uh talk to me a little bit about how you feel kind of being the quote-unquote Vince McMahon in this instance. And then let's talk about this side bet that Persons is putting out there because I, you know, I, I'm, it's not, a joke, right? I'm, it's I'm not going to take issue with it because I could just game plan around it, but I have to tell you, you're going to get a different version of me than you would if there was no side bet. Well, there's, there can't be that side bet. I, I took that as very much a joke. In so fact, I, I, yeah. and I reached out to Doug and I said, that, you know, he confirmed this is, this is a bit. Yeah. You can't do a bounty in a cash game. It's, it's you know... The, the, I mean, the, you can. It's just, you won't see me issue. fucking bluff. That's for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, that's not going to fly under under Arya as well. You know, Paul's yeah. not... He'll, he'll throw every one of you guys out of there. But it's... Uh, the cash game started... One, this is an expanded day. We had no intention of filming... Uh, six, we're we're going to be filming a number of days of high stakes poker, filming right. the entire season 11. So we bundled that up into basically a week, right? Um, this, you, you and Airball made it very easy to try and figure out, okay, can we just get them in a, a cash game, full ring game together? I know you're not going to play heads up, mm. but let's put you on the biggest cash game show of all time with AJ Benza, Nick Shulman. Sure. And, and let's see if we can put a lineup together. Sure enough, you know, you agreed. Nick, of course, agreed. Eric Person, he would never decline an opportunity. I've got Tilly here. I've got Bill Klein here. Rob Young just happens to be in town for business, and he's going to play. Uh, and then came, maybe you're not aware of this, Berkey, but this time last week on Tuesday inside the location, very close to the chair you're sitting in now, I called Doug from I the studio. Okay. And I invited him, and okay. he uh, happily obliged and said, you know what, I can make that work. So. That's he how in, he invited Doug onto this onto the uh, this uh, episode of High Stakes Poker from the Soulful <laughs> Studios <laughs> podcast seat. Yeah. Incredible, yeah. incredible. Yeah, why? Well, I mean, again, it's you guys make it easy. It's a matter of will you agree to play or not. If you declined, I totally get it. Uh, you know, if things escalate so far and you just back out, or he backs out, or whoever backs out, I totally get it. That shit happens. You know, people are human. You get angry. You know, who knows? Life happens. Um, but as it stands, we've got a ball game live on YouTube, live on Poker Go, entirely for free. 
It'll be at 2.30 in the afternoon on Friday the 27th. I'm going to be so drunk. And then, <laughs> I'm going to be blacked yeah, out by the time us. it starts. And Nick Shulman and myself are going to do the uh, the broadcast. And then eventually that'll be turned into episodes where it's AJ Benza and Nick Shulman. Right. So you'll get the, sort of the classic high stakes poker vibe. Brent, can I call into the broadcast? <laughs> Why don't you just come down? Is the studio closed? For I will definitely Brent? come down. They got an open bar. Okay. Yeah, come down. Just come down, Brian. And I can pop Let's in the go. studio? Let's uh, trust me, I think Berkey the, might pop, need a little support. Yeah. So I, <laughs> yeah. I got the muscle with me, man. Let's yeah, go. I mean, you're gonna, you got to bring the tortoise down. There. That's yeah. right. Uh, yeah, I'll be maybe, there by hour three. Maybe we'll just uh, do the podcast up until game time, throw it right to the, right to the live stream thereafter. Uh, what went into the decision to live stream it, since it is usually just a, a chopped up produced product? Oh, well. There was, uh, you know, I'm not going to say a couple of the players that were sort of very adamant that it had to be live streamed mm -hmm. and it was also just a no-brainer i, I yeah. mean the climate now as everyone is aware you know hustlers doing their thing yeah. doug's got the lodge going the, the appetite is is there for these live stream long lengthy cash games and we did it with with cash of the titans with no gamble no future obviously that was a huge success so once in a, in a while, you know, we'll space it out when something comes together and it just makes sense, then yeah, let's, let's, let's do a live stream. And yeah. I mean, all this, like with the lineup that it is and everything is going on on Twitter and Berkey's match and all this stuff, you, you want this to be seen now live. You don't want this to be edited and produced and released, you know, a couple months from now when all this, all the fire burns out. Exactly. It's topical yeah. right now. Who, yeah. when, when this comes out, whenever that time may be, you're exactly right, Brian. People may not even have any idea what this what this was had mm -hmm. taking place between Airball, right. Berkey, Doug, person. You know. Do you do you have any concerns that uh, YouTube terms terms and service may uh, get broken <laughs> have, at some point? In this? Have you ever seen the movie There Will Be Blood? Yeah, great movie. No, I, I I think it's pretty inevitable that. There's going to be fireworks, you know, there, you, you, I don't think you guys are going to be able to contain yourselves the entire time. Comments will be made. You know, there's certain things that I'll talk to the whole group about. I don't want, I don't want attacks where, you know, your business is getting attacked. I don't want Doug in the lodge getting attacked. I don't want, you know, Eric Person's new noodle bar down in uh, Summerlin getting ripped <laughs> apart. You know, honestly, I, I didn't know he owned a, uh, like, I got to say, I, I love Dragon Noodle. Does anybody, I, I order from there all the time. Does anybody know about this Molotov cocktail that's been thrown through the lodge window? I mean, you can't, you can't, <laughs> I do now because of your tweet. You can't take a nameless, faceless person on the internet with an egg for <laughs> profile. As being serious, man. Like one random stranger with three followers tweets something, it doesn't suddenly become news. I, I just want to know if it's real. I highly doubt it. <laughs> also, there was you know a long history of the lodge prior to Doug taking over ownership. Right. How long um, has it been in existence? I did, I actually did not know. Uh, it's a good it's question. A it kind of became the most popular spot right after COVID, I believe. Um, prior to that, TCH kind of reigned supreme in Austin, but the lodge still existed. So it was the lodge and then uh, right across the street was like Studio 52 or something along those lines. I can't remember the exact name of it. Uh, and they were like, they were like pretty competitive with one another uh, for, uh, you know, second and third string businesses. Uh, this is all prior to Doug's ownership. Um, and I think like during 
like the the home stretch of COVID, I think the lodge uh, either the owners either reached out to Doug or there was something in in the works where uh, he was kind of able to take over the ownership. And at that point, TCH was really losing momentum because a lot of their focus, I think, went to Dallas uh, and a lot of the uh, the market was looking more into uh like a solid live stream it was just like a really good opportunity i think when doug uh decided to buy and, and step in it was actually right, right around the same time that we i thought that was real <laughs> you're an idiot uh, it was actually right around the same time that we decided not to do business in uh austin yeah you were uh you were playing footsie down there huh down in texas a bunch uh we had we had a a real cup of coffee with uh palm social which ultimately ended up closing is that the and chan man operation no, uh, that was in Houston. It's now called Red Star, I think. Which one? The Palm Social. Oh, I didn't realize that they sold to somebody else. Yeah, it's called the Red mm. Star or something along those okay. lines. Yeah, it was just a small boutique room. It was like nine tables, something along those lines. Uh, and then, yeah, the uh, the place across the street, uh, we, we had some meetings there a few times as to whether or not it was something to look into because they had a restaurant and I think they had a liquor license and, you know, some competitive advantages, but... I don't know, man. The Austin market's tough. Like, uh, God bless them for being able to maintain business the way that they have. Like, there, there seems to be like a lot of money in Austin, but I don't know how healthy the actual poker climate is. Like, it seems like a very uh, stark divide of like you either get like one three match stack or you know ten twenty five plus. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I have any idea about that, Burke. Yeah, I mean, it was very different, like, every time we went. So we went to visit there a few times. We did a we did a bit at TCH Austin, um, and it was popping. I mean, that was before the Lodge, like, kind of took over. Uh, they must have had, like, I mean, they ran a tournament, too, but it was probably, that was kind like, of That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of shit going on. There was, like, 20 or 30 tables going. They had ra- the stakes ranging from, like, 1-3 all the way up to, like, 10-25 and, like, everything in between. This is when the Texas ecosystem was, like, the healthiest, like, uh, early 2020 pre-pandemic um and then we went back down like towards the tail end of the pandemic to palms nine table boutique room that was almost exclusively one two and we got like a big game off there uh houston seemed like it was kind of the the center point for high stakes for quite some time but then there was a lot of like you know the johnny chan room closing which was i believe the biggest room that was running in houston at the time and then there was like that, that random week where one of the other clubs got shot up like a bunch of times and the security guard was on camera like being the biggest hero on earth the guy walks in with an ak-47 and he just like tackled him that it was, was wild nuts. yeah it was really wild yeah. got cat hair all over me this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy sheds he doesn't mess around real needy um what do the i know you can't announce like who's playing and everything but what does the rest of the high stakes poker season look like yeah, I can I can touch on a little bit. Um, okay. Some of these characters in the game are going to be built throughout uh, the season. I think it's pretty safe to assume, you know, Eric Person will be a staple of season sure. 11. Uh, and then just one other thing that I can sort of hint at is that this has been the easiest uh, batch of lineups, the easiest season for me, because I've had the help of Andrew Robel. Uh, putting mm. together games and lineups. And if for anyone that has any idea about Robo, you know, that's sort of what he does across the world. He plays in these great games and um, has quite a roster. So um, whenever that happens for me, that takes a lot of pressure off my plate. I don't have to worry about games falling apart. He's got backups in place. It makes my life 
a hell of a lot easier. So when you've got Robol in the mix and you've got his crew combined with what you guys are doing live on the 27th, it's mm. uh, very safe to say that season 11 is going to be an absolute banger. And when Nick Shulman gets excited and puts out a, vi- a video, you know, advertising <laughs> this in a way, mm-hmm. That speaks volumes. I think the last time he tweeted was October of 2021. So, <laughs> I assume, yeah. I assume that was one of those things where Airball leaked the lineup in his Twitter spaces, and uh, the Poker Go Brass was like, "God damn it, we got to get out there and damage." And someone called Nick. Can Nick get out in his backyard and like just announce this lineup to the world? <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's we were gonna put it out. Nick knew he was, he wanted to do something Monday. He was kind of waiting on us, but didn't realize he was going to wait for us. And Mm. he just had his cup of coffee and out it went, but it was very effective. I thought he did a great job with the video and we jumped on its back right away. Yeah. Uh, So what are the stakes for this season? Well, we're playing as big as one K, two K, 500 K men. Wow. Uh, And then the remainder of the games will be a hundred K men, 200, 400. But as you know, they always have a tendency to kick it up. Did you see, the conversation with Rob Young, person, uh, Doug. My mentions are my mentions are a dumpster fire, man. I didn't see anything. Well, I have to go to each one of you individually, so let's do it with you right now on the okay. podcast. Okay, sure. Uh, they want to kick it up to 200K men okay. and play two four mandatory eight. Okay. Um, yeah, Give I it mean, some thought. I don't want to put you in the public spotlight, but you can take <laughs> me. It's like, you know what? Yeah, right on the podcast. I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those things when it comes to the stakes, uh, it, it, it's never really going to matter to me if the lineup's good. Like the stakes are really irrelevant. It just matters of if I have to sell and how much I have to sell. So as long as I know ahead of time, it's fine. I'll find out. I'll, I'll let all of you guys know individually, uh, over the next couple of days. Okay. Yeah. Seems I great. won't call out who declines it either. I won't do that. Well, I mean, you, you, me, yeah. you, you kind of told like four four people already said yes in public space. <laughs> well, I assume three of them are uh, your, your best friends. Yeah, my best friends, and then the fourth probably Rob. Yeah, Rob's. That's true. Yeah, Rob's the, um, Rob wants Doug to put a million on the table. He put he called it out on Twitter. He really wants blood, bro. <laughs> yeah, he wants, he wants blood back. Yeah. Rob doesn't. Yeah. Rob doesn't give a shit about even playing poker or, or being involved. He, man, want, he wants a front row seat. He wants to retire people. That's it. Like you know, give a little pain. Yep. I think this is the first time we've had technically three casino owners. <laughs> he I, should I mean, start, yeah. yeah. He should start like every time he like stacks somebody. Out like a gold watch and hand it to him. Be like, thank you for your service. I'll be so pissed if he starts doing that, and I'll get my gold watch. <laughs> did you invite Leon? No, did not invite. Uh, uh, Leon. Didn't Leon get in a little trouble with Aria? I, I'm not trying to cause. Uh, maybe. I mean, Matt Kirk. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that was resolved. I know it. Yeah, I think it went to court, uh, but I do think it was resolved. I'm not sure what the outcome was who won or anything along those lines. But yeah, there was there was a there was some sort of debt repayment issue between the two of them that that was being challenged. Okay, so it wasn't anything to do with Aria, it was just specific. I think it just happened at Aria, if okay. I recall. Fair. Um they were playing either heads up or a shorthanded game there uh back in the past. What man, what happened to Matt Kirk? What a blast from the past. Oh, I don't know. A lot of That's- rumors going out there. Yeah, well, you know. That's, that's, the guy, that's the guy that you played like 24 hours with PLO with? Was not 24 hours. It was it was a long session. We played heads up for 
maybe 10 hours, 10, 12 hours, something like that. But he was seeing red. And I was <laughs> I was seeing green. <laughs> Did you beat him? I beat for like 1.7. Oh my God. Yeah, it was, uh, it was an epic day. But I, I gave him action the next day when he was like completely calm and rational and I got waxed. Gave for, it like half back. Or yeah, something. I gave it like half back. Um, what a different human being he is whenever he's thinking normally. <laughs> Aren't we all? It's wild. Oh, man. Uh, what's, what's next for No Game or No Future? Are you guys filming that right now as well? No, we're probably going to take, take some time off because we filmed a season, obviously, when Cash of the Titans happened, the live game. Yep. Uh, did an entire season then and there as well. Oh, so that was when I came to film that's day, when yeah? You, yeah, you played. Yeah, you okay, played. Yeah, yeah. So we haven't even put out those episodes yet. We'll start to roll those out possibly before WSOP and then shortly after WSOP, and we'll film another season once World Series of Poker wraps up. So we're going to have so much content in the can ready to go once WSOP is finished. Okay, let me know when the dates are going to be. I have uh, – do you know Huss? He played on the WPT cash game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, he's in town for a month, and he is actually just messaging me, wanting wanting to play. So, if you guys are playing during the summer, I think he might be uh, interested. That'd be awesome. Do you, I, you know what else I want out there is some of your old Pittsburgh pals, maybe some of those cronies. The uh, get Jack, the Jack, Jack, Jack yeah. yes, yeah. I don't know if any of them play big other than Jack anymore. We don't have. We can, it's twenty. It's no gamble, no future. We can. That's play. true. Quarter fifty, we can play ten and a quarter for all I care. It's yeah, all they played a lot. You know, uh, ten and a quarter, I could get in. There. I was gonna say ten and a quarter. Relax, tortoise. <laughs> Send the invite. <laughs> fucking relax, guys. Listen, I can raise the funds. Um, ten and a quarter, I'm in. You, you know who Phil Kessel is, Brent? Uh, hockey. Yeah, yep. yeah. He's yeah. actually good friends with Daniel. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think didn't connect this, but told me that you know maybe there's a chance we can get him in. He's a big PLO guy, so when he played for the Pens, he was there for five seasons, maybe six seasons, something like that. Uh, he was he was the guy, the staple of what kept the PLO games running at Rivers. Like really? him and Jack would just like get the game going off. Griff, you know all the all the Griff. Pittsburgh DJs. Big shout out to all those guys we've been grinding with since two thousand and three. Right. Um, but yeah, they used to play big. Like I remember, I don't remember if it was Jack or Baby Dick or somebody sent me. Uh, <laughs> That's what a beauty. So, somebody hit me up and let me know that they played like a, a quarter million dollar pot at like five, ten, twenty-five PLO or some shit. Wait, baby dick the Yeah, baby dick. You know baby dick. Come on. That's Everybody knows great. baby dick. I got a CSA for you guys. Oh, oh boy. No. Draymond Green has been suspended. For kicking uh what's his face for in the nuts? One game for stomping on Sabonis's chest. Well, oh, it was his chest. Yeah, yeah I saw the clip. Uh, for once, I actually wasn't necessarily totally uh, on uh, or against Draymond there. It kind of appeared like he tried not to do it, but also like <laughs> I don't know, also, also like you know your past history just kind of speaks for yourself. Oh, Brent, fuck! I can't believe I was going to lead with this. Did you see who the Steelers just traded for? No, what well, yeah. I, I I've barely been on social. Everything's been reading about you and Doug. What? It's not a bill, is it? What? It no, is. no, no. It's a former Penn Stater. We're bringing him home, baby. Allen Robinson coming to the Berg. That's right. Oh, you got Allen. Ro- I didn't even know. He- wow, he still plays, bro. How how old do you think he is? Thirty six. No, well, he's, like, he's probably he's not like as old as you think. I'll go thirty. Five. Okay, you guys are both oh, where no. I thought he was. He's twenty nine. Yeah, man. he's younger than that. 
Wow. He is 29. Wow. This dude's like wow. just Listen, right around his prime. He just needs to be in a Steeler uniform to get back into where he used to be. That's, that's right. That's all. That's all it is. He's, I mean, he's been on down bad teams right, his entire exactly. career. Exactly. Now he's got. He Finally got, went to the Rams after they won the mm -hmm. Super Bowl, and they ended yeah. up being a one-win team. Got powerful picket. He's, he's never really gotten it going for for quite a while. I, I mean, is Kenny Pickett going to be able to get him the ball? Well, oh, you know it. Honestly, it's tough because. All of the targets are going right to to Devin, or uh, picking, picking. Pick uh, the pickings, pick the yeah. pickings. As long as they don't go to the fucking fire dumpster garbage, Deontay Johnson. Bro, Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson's fucking good, man. You guys are idiots. <laughs> no, he he he's so good at getting open, catching the ball is his problem. I thought he got traded. No, Deontay Johnson. No, yeah. no. Listen. Oh, I'm picking a Claypool. Yeah, Claypool. yeah, yeah. Bro, what a steal we got for Claypool. We got the number one pick in the second round for a guy who went to the Bears and had like 12 catches for 250 mm -hmm. yards or some shit. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He I didn't mean, pan out. I really thought he was going to be a talent. <laughs> Where are we? Oh, we're watching the. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're There we go. Demonetized. demonetized. Bang. Come right on, Guap. Let's go, Guap. <laughs> Come on, Guap. Yeah, yeah. That stop costs like. These big businesses, WWE, NBA, MLB, they don't let us use their shit. Right. They come oh, for us, are, man. You are toast with this highlight. Yeah. God damn it. It was only like four himself. seconds. He's fine. It was an MMA clip. He you couldn't think, help himself, guys. You think they guys. care about how much time it was? You know, that's you got to right. be careful, too, because of the uh, the YouTube warfare that's out there. I'm, I'm not suggesting that this has happened to us in the past, but perhaps mm -hmm. if you have enemies on YouTube that are coming after you, a, a real discreet way is to report such incidences like this mm. yeah so if you've got a gripe with somebody or a company then you sort of find these things to target where they're making mistakes and you try and get them shut down sure is this what who you has do? that kind of time man i'm just God. saying i i could see <laughs> some folks doing that to yeah yeah no, really I understand. careful maybe with you know not putting the nba on your fucking podcast well let me tell you uh you don't have to get reported when you do that kind of stuff they're really good at just automatically finding they're gonna find right yeah. yeah yeah they flag you right away it's okay though youtube has this cool feature where you can edit it out uh so you could just like clip that part out and then everything's fine and dandy so we just eliminate that four seconds and then everything's right back to normal there you go there you, know. you go <laughs> Oh man! All right, I I don't have any more. I mean, it's so wild because today was so much of a dumpster fire on Twitter, and somehow like I don't have anything left to say. Hasn't every day you recently said it all, been? Mark, you said it all. I feel like every day's recently has been a dumpster fire on Twitter. Uh, I, I wouldn't know. I've been it's, off it for a it's while. It's been like a good week and a half of like constant dumpster fires. I've been off it for a while. Uh, I guess I will touch on this a little bit. Um, there was like the the last thing that was kind of discussed was uh doug replied in line to one of my tweets and said uh despite berkey's timeline being incorrect on this we're happy to receive his full approval of our suite of secure measures at the lodge uh first i feel like somebody in his company wrote that tweet it's <laughs> just like <laughs> enough's enough bro give me your twitter credentials <laughs> like no I'm not giving them to you. It's like, give me the login. <laughs> they wrote that tweet and then like changed all his passwords yep. and won't give it back to him. <laughs> we haven't heard from him since. Um, but uh, I found that to be especially weird because 
you know, a lot of the, the gotcha content that he makes is when you speak a little out of pocket or you are speaking uh, hyperbolically and, you know, he chops the bit or chops the uh, clip a little bit so it looks like you're saying something very literal and meaningful, <laughs> kind of like what Persons did with me saying 100% on Live the Bike or whatever. Um, so, you know, he really leans heavy into, uh, like, I will demonstrate what the truth is. I have receipts for all of this. Like the timeline was precisely what I said it was. On September 26th, somebody got held up in the lodge parking lot. We made a podcast about it. Later that day, he DM'd me and you know we disagreed about a lot of things. He pointed out some things that I got wrong. I said, okay, I'll make a correction the following day. The following day, we put out a correction piece on our podcast. And then one week later, he was at HCL touring the touring the entire studio including the peak room and you know where they do all the business and he came out with a video and said like two thumbs up for how hdl is handling everything i feel good about playing on this stream like it's totally secure and then uh like eight weeks later hcl releases the findings of the report and there are a dozen points of weakness <laughs> where the stream could have gotten cheated so i don't understand do you have a coin flex hat i don't no. We gotta get you one for the stream. No, no I, bet, I won't do that. I bet Guapo could like superimpose one. On <laughs> <laughs> Guapo, Guapo might have one. He might have a thrifted one. No, I won't. <laughs> get everything out of you with uh, you know all this stuff on your on the show on Twitter. High stakes poker. It's all about the poker. It's it's you're there to play poker. You're there to go after each other. I know personal comments might happen, but let's. Let's Bro, not shred businesses. I'm I'm 30 hours into the airball challenge and I have yet to say a single word to this man outside of is it your turn to pay the rake or mine? <laughs> I can promise you I won't say anything out of Wait, pocket. Wait, you guys don't play bomb pots for the rake? <laughs> we should. Uh, you, you got beat up yesterday? Is that or or sorry, two days Sunday? ago? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we, we tried to cover the hands yesterday and then I realized that I didn't win a single hand that went to showdown, uh, that was meaningful anyway. And all the ones that didn't go to showdown, I didn't want to reveal my hand. You didn't, you didn't see uh airball popping bottles. It's over, man. The whole match I is saw done. some videos. It was, yeah. you know, you know celebrating, celebrating sh spraying champagne all over himself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm -hmm. it probably it's feels over. good to, again, I'm not team airball. I'm not team. Yeah. I'm, I'm just kind of down the middle. He was down 500k at one point. Came back, kind of was down 30K, and now he's up a little bit of money. I I mean, maybe he should have a little champagne. It was yeah. damn. Yeah, he should because, you know, this is, I, this I is mean, the best it's going to get for him. Look, I don't, I'm not much of a heads up player, um, but I've been playing a high variance strategy for quite yeah. some time. And uh, I know that, that it's very rare, small sample or not, for things to go directly up or directly down. So, you know, the, the he was losing and now he's winning yeah. arc. Brooke, I, I don't, like, I know you were saying how, like, oh, he, you know, he has all these side bets and he's just going to try to lock up a win. Well, he can't yet. Right, but. he can't yet. But I think, I really think, and maybe I'm wrong, but, like, I think he was playing the way he was the last, whatever, couple of hours of that match because he wanted to lock up the win just for that night. He wanted that moment. Mm. He wanted that moment where he's 
clinking champagne glasses with all of his buddies and and like he just wanted that moment where he's like i got him i got him right he just wanted it does make a little bit of sense when you have six day layoff right right so he just wanted to have that because otherwise maybe you just run through him and like before you know it he's down a million and it's over and he doesn't doesn't get that moment i thought somebody won the super bowl playing cards for the next (laughs) two hours I can have this moment. The sick thing is, the sick thing say, is, I beat him. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, the sick <laughs> thing is that last two hours, I ran like God. I must have had trips like five different times. Mm-hmm. So you just flop trips. I flopped the flush a couple times. Mm-hmm. None of them, none of those hands made it to the river. Yeah, of course not. Work. Yeah. Are you guys supposed to play again before the twenty seventh on high stakes? Oh poker? yeah, yeah. We, we'll have three se- three more sessions in before then. This weekend, right? Okay, three more sessions, and then Third. roughly. Week. For the hundred hours, when are you expected to complete? It should end May if all things go according to plan, and we don't miss any more unscheduled days. It should end either May fourteenth or May fifteenth, depending if we have to extend to a third day that weekend or not. Okay, would you be open? And, I, and I'm not. I, I will do my best <laughs> on my own. Would you be open to playing the final? You know, five six hours to finish this thing off. If the match is close, you know, or, or Depending on what it's at, would you be open to that portion being streamed? I'm always open to have discussions. Uh, I'm I'm way more probable to do something like that than I ever would have been to stream the first five to fifteen hours. And I, and I understand you and I talked yeah. on the side. I get that. For but for the final, right? There's yeah. you know it's there's no intel coming. There's no coaches. There's I, no I will say this much: I would be very likely to stream it if. If uh, he was in a situation where he was trying to kneel on the ball, so if his side bets are so much such that you know he's up like 150 or something like that going into the last session or two, and his sole goal is to basically fold his way to a dollar in victory, uh, I would I would simply want to stream it just for the sheer magnitude of embarrassment that he would suffer. What kind like, of it would be so worth it to me? What kind of stipend are we looking at here, Brent? <laughs> I'm only working for Berkey, you know. I, I gotta. Have I gotta you met my little manager? I'll get. I'll get on that part as well. I'm. I'm guessing. Uh, not much. How about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, got that open I'll, bar I'll, for Lamana, right? It, it, right. The really hard listen, part is uh, just, uh, just the closer you get to WSOP. Yeah. 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 No crew, because as you know, our our whole staff, all, of all the equipment, we're we're right in the horseshoe. We're getting set up for the World Series. So yeah, I, I mean, wait, I made it a point to say that like. This has to end before the WSOP. If it doesn't, can we find a time where they can play in the Thunderdome? <laughs> the final match in the Thunderdome. I'm, I'm certainly willing to explore. <laughs> oh, man. With yeah. an audience. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, it sounds all peachy keen. Uh, I mean, hopefully there's something, something worth streaming. Uh, and hopefully that thing that's worth streaming is whether or not he hits his million-dollar stop loss. That would be... Yeah. That'd be a great, great storyline as far as I mean. I don't, I don't think it's going to be like that, though. I, I truly don't think this match is going to swing very heavily one way or the other. I mean, we may see some swings uh, to the point There's where like, somebody... There's already been almost a half a million dollars. Not really. I mean, he was down 400 in a session and only lost 130. He was down 300 the next session. Yeah, those are, half, those broke are almost even. half a million dollar swings, right? Um, Kind of. Uh, I mean, not really. Like, you... First of all, like he never was actually stuck 500, but even right. even still, it's just like I, I don't know. Like I don't keep score until the last hand is dealt. So it seems silly to me to look at like 
what was happening on hand 67 when we were going to play, you know, 420 hands that day or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like, you know, maybe we'll see some peaks and valleys of like plus or minus 350, 400. Uh, but I imagine that like when it's all said and done, it's going to be a couple buy-ins one way or the other. Does the winner of this match get a signed Jeff Platt pitcher? I mean, <laughs> Jeff Platt autograph on a Landon Towel pitcher? They should. Wow, that's strong. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we start giving those away. I mean, would we would have to like superimpose Jeff into a Landon Tice towel picture wow. that's superimposed onto another background? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a lot. There's a lot going on there, Conrad. You're asking, you're asking for the work. Get the work. You have Photoshop. I do. You know how this works. <laughs> maybe, I'll, maybe I'll try. <laughs> sure. Um, Brent, you back in studio next week? Yeah, I'll be there. Oh wait, no, we're is that next week Tuesday? What day is Tuesday? Uh, Wait from the 23rd. day. Wait from the day. Oh, I'm filming, man. No, sorry, the 25th. 25th. I'm going to be filming 22 to 27, so I'm going to be locked up. All right. Platt so locked up also? Probably, uh, I'll probably be... You'll probably just have Jeff. I don't think I'll be able to get over there. We're, we're okay. Gonna be... All right. Well, that's fine. I guess, uh, I guess I got a big week ahead. Looks like I have three heads-up matches this weekend and then uh, high-stakes poker the following week. Oh, baby. Wait, where's Jeff tonight? Where? Yeah, why didn't Jeff call him too? Where's date Jeff? Night, date night. Oh, date night. Oh. He's at another yeah. Taylor Swift concert. He's out there. He's got some lucky lady. It's a big night for him. Yeah. I, I, talk about lucky ladies. He takes someone to the Taylor Swift concert? And then ghosted her. Yeah. And ghosted her? Is this, real, is this real life? I don't know about the ghosting thing. I don't know about the ghosting uh. thing either. <laughs> I mean, it's the guy is, uh, yeah, he's special. He's out there on the prowl. He is. God bless. Yeah. Aren't we all? Just looking for that special someone, you know? Mm-hmm. I have He's... Doug. Maybe he'll have uh, he'll have his own little <laughs> Doug Airball threesome <laughs> in the future. <laughs> One can only hope, Brent. He's the kind of guy, man, that has, uh, you know, he doesn't have enemies quite like you do. Uh, you know, at one point in time, uh, and I... I Maybe this was just, I was uh, unaware of what people thought of me. But at one point in time, if you had asked me, like, who hated me, I would have just been like, I don't think anybody, like, maybe there's a bunch of people that don't know me, but like, I think the people I come in contact probably have like no opinion or a good opinion of me. Now, I have the exact opposite thoughts. Like, who hates me? I don't know, man. Some guy named Bill in Missouri that, like, <laughs> I said something wrong about a 1-3 player in the Midwestern state somewhere, and now he just loathes my face. Don't worry. A guy from Montana likes you. That's true. That's a guy right. from Montana does like there, there's, a guy, <laughs> there's a guy in our Very comments. Nice. There's a guy in our comments that every single episode I like he says something derogatory and claims that our show only gets 3k views but i know for a fact he is one of the 3k views which by the way it's more than that but he's one of the views <laughs> every for 259 episodes this man has been here shout out to don jones that's not who it is i know but talking about people that are in there every single week all right my man sticks to the to the, you know Nick Fertucci is a real estate scammer. Oh, yeah. What every, can I say? Every, every single episode, he leaves the comments. Shout out to you, Doc. Every single one. It, it's impressive. Honestly, amazing. the consistency of YouTube, uh, the commenters, it, it, it's something to behold. Brent, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I actually appreciate you coming in with the, the hard takes early. 
even yep. though uh, you know I, I know deep I'm down I'm not intending them to be hard takes I'm well, simply just trying to open up I know doors to uh, you're playing devil's advocate and you're doing your job well two, you know nobody, let bygones be bygones no one's shaking any fucking hands right <laughs> <laughs> you, you, right you you want your drama match? You got your drama match. Listen, so give homage to Berkey's uh, shirt over there. You, you you mess with the bull, you're gonna get the yeah. fucking horn. If you guys, you know, somewhere down the road, I'd love to see a handshake. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Me, Vertucci, mm -hmm. Doug, uh, Airball, we're all gonna have a little picnic together. Mm -hmm. Swap horror stories. You know, old yeah. old tales of of days past, and uh, maybe throw a few back. Well, if you don't, I mean, you're just making my job easier. So I don't know why I'm wishing for this. Time. You're welcome. Right. Yeah. You know what? You're fucking welcome. All right. Yeah. You keep picking fights, pal. Yeah, it's about time out. I held up my end of this friendship. You're you're welcome. I hope I'm making your life a little bit easier. <laughs> Appreciate you getting me in the mix. <laughs> All right, team, we'll be back at the normal time tomorrow, noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. That'll be the time that we're here for the rest of the week. Uh, you Thank heard it here God. first. I hate this nighttime shit, man. Oh, we usually in bed by now. We I'm so tired. Would you let me close the show? Oh, okay, sorry. Lamana's <laughs> drunk talking all over everybody. You're you're over here making my life difficult it's too. Fucking late night, man. This Brent's is how tired. We get down. Brent's got to get the kids to bed. All right, we will be here tomorrow noon Pacific. Thank you guys so much for rocking with us. We'll see you all then. Later. Peace. Yeah. That